Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 5. Previously on Jailhouse Justice, Bad Brad has been recaptured and back in the hospital. That's the good news. The bad news is the nefarious Noir is planning on moving next door to Nahum's garage with a new fine-fit auto parts plan. And his Lieutenant Lou is transporting Brad's kidnapped daughter, Christy, right now. Noir and Lou have cooked up a little scheme having to do with Christy. Oh, just pipe down there. Pipe down there, little lassie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got a special destination for you just up here. Just a few miles. Just relax yourself. So, uh, Vinny, you say you know my dad? Oh, yeah. We go way back. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh red light. <laughs> Why do I have to hit him? Red light. See you in jail, Bozo. You left the door unlocked. Hey, come back here. Come back here, I'll shoot. A few minutes later, after the Noir's disguised henchman, Lou, drives off, he dials his boss, the Noir. Hey, boss. Yeah, it went down just like you thought. Just like you thought you're a genius, you. She's off and running. She even called me Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. Yeah, she'll have the cops crawling all over Angelo and Vinny before sundown. You wait. <laughs> Perfect. Now, get your tail back here. We need to change into fine fit parts getup and pay a visit to this gnome's garage. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pastor Jack is still explaining the whole Christie story to Deputy Eustace, just as Christie calls the Beaver County Sheriff's Office. Yes, Sheriff. This is Christy O'Reilly, Brad's daughter. I just escaped Vinny, somebody, and his boss, Angelo. I think he's out here looking for me, and I'm hiding in the bathroom of some place called the Glenhaven Grill. Can you come and get me? Don't you have my dad in the hospital there? Well, Christy, well, thank goodness you're safe. I just heard you were kidnapped. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, well, I'm not the sheriff. I'm Deputy Eustace, and I'm at your service as always. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, we have your dad, and, uh, oh, no, no, Glen Haven isn't far at all. Uh, look, you just hold tight. I'll be there in, uh, in 20 minutes. 
Pastor Jack, tell Jimmy I'm off in his Jeep again. That's official sheriff business. You know, one of the perks of the job and all. It's commandeering vehicles. <laughs> well, uh, Christy has escaped and is hiding in the bathroom in Glen Haven. Uh, pray for us, Pastor. Eustace runs out to Jimmy's Jeep and cranks it up where under the hood there's a slight tick. So small, Eustace doesn't notice it. Caleb Camshaft has been too busy being a spin doctor to receive Mosey Motor Oil's anointing, and now one of his lobes is rubbing Penelope Pushrod the wrong way. Caleb Camshaft, you've always been a rough character, but what's wrong with you? You got me sounding like a lunatic. Tick, tick, tick. Say, have you been spin doctoring again with no help from Moisey Motor Oil? Push, 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 push. Now you're pushing your luck, Penelope. For your information, we camshafts can perform a lobotomy without stinking Moisey Motor Oil. That's part of being the spin doctor that I am. So you just watch yourself. Besides, you don't see what's going on here, do you, pushy? Moisey Motor Oil is the crude character in this. There is nothing refined about him. I'm the one burning the midnight oil, sister. So stop your chatter. Ouch. Ouch. Okay, buster. Every time you come around, you're wearing me out, Caleb. Mosey Moidoril, are you hearing this? Hey, yeah, hey. Sorry, Penelope, you know I got nothing for you. Because Caleb here has me sealed off. Yeah, he really thinks he's slick. Mm-hmm. Guido Gasket, I never would have thought you'd fall for this kind of spin and sealed me off like this. So you want no oil, Caleb Camshaft? I got something that will stop Mosey Motor Oil cold. And cold is what you want to be in about 20 seconds, you putz. Yeah, <laughs> like a washed-up gangster Guido Gasket is going to pull the heat to my spin? You're dreaming, old man. I got this. Just watch, you old geezer, as I put you in a tailspin. Ah! What's going on? Hey! 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 It's getting hotter with every go around! Ha <laughs> man! It's hot! Too, 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 too hot! No, 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 no! I'll lose my temper! Spinning out of control! Guido Gasket, please let Mosey Motor Oil cool me off quick! Or I'm finished! <laughs> Greasy gas tank, help! We got too much tension here. There is too much friction, Gracie Gas Tank. Caleb Camshaft is slapping Penelope Pushrod around. You gotta get Guido Gasket to let Mosey Motor Oil go. Like now, Gracie Gas Tank. Or I got a feeling something really bad is gonna happen. I'll try, Tammy Tensioner. But while I'm talking, all of you car parts better pray, because without God's help, this situation is explosive. Guido Gasket, I believe God wants you to have mercy on Caleb Camshaft. Not because he deserves it, but because God had mercy on you. Did you know that in the original language of the Old Testament, called Hebrew, God's mercy was the same word as a mother's womb. In other words, it's saying it's a return to innocence and potential to be what God originally intended. In a way, it's to be born again. Yeah, Guido, Caleb needs that kind of mercy just like you did. Remember that time you blew your gasket and God forgave you and he redeemed and he restored you? You remember, Guido? 
Wally, windshield wiper, you remember that time you went all Mickey Mouse on us? All you had to do was come clean. Yeah, Caleb Camshaft, I got a feeling if you will come clean and let Mosey Motor Oil pour on the love, you'll feel washed and brand new. Guido, I was wrong, guys. So wrong, I need Mosey, and I need him now. Have mercy on me, Guido, please. Okay, Mosey. Pour it on. Cool them off if you can. Okay, team. Let's all pray hard that Caleb can be restored. Mosey, that anointing from you should comfort him and Penelope. But there's a lot only God can do here. Penelope Pushrod, how you doing? Oh, thank you, Mosey. Ah, that feels so much better. You know, when push comes to shove, you're an okay guy after all, Caleb Camshaft. Without a little push from you, nobody around here spins. With Jimmy's Jeep on the mend, Eustace is able to make it to the Glenhaven Grill. Knocking on the door to the restroom... Uh, excuse me, ladies. Excuse me. Uh, is anyone in here named Christy? How rude. Uh, well, now, well, now see here, ma'am. You have just assaulted an officer of the law. Excuse me, Deputy Eustace, is that you? Who was that old bag? Oh, ow. Oh, that's gonna hurt tomorrow. I heard that. Tune in next month for another exciting episode of Jailhouse Justice, right here on Christian Carguy Theater. Now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh-huh. Randy, if Caleb Camshine had kept on going without any oil, he'd have lost his camshaft lobes. A real a camshaft lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, well, Daddy, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> See what I did there? A lobotomy. A no-brainer. <laughs> well, Seriously, though, Danny, Caleb almost crashed and burned the whole engine by spinning everything to make him look good without the anointing he needed from Mosey Motor Oil. The Bible talks a lot about anointing, Danny. In fact, Christ is the Greek word for anointing, like Messiah is the Hebrew word for anointing. <laughs> Jesus the Messiah was anointed the Christ. Jesus was anointed by much more than oil, Danny. Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit. That's the best oil on the market. <laughs> yeah, Randy. Just like it says in Isaiah 61. Like Jesus quoted in the temple. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Good news. Well, that's the gospel, isn't it, Randy? The mercy, born-again idea the Gracie Gas Tank talked about. <laughs> that's right, Daddy. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> See, if you don't add oil, the engine will cease. <laughs> well, you never cease to amaze me. With God's mercy, we can go back to that place of innocence by believing that Jesus died to take our punishment for our bad choices, like Caleb Camshaft's. We go back to our innocence and original purpose in God's mercy. It's like going back to his womb. There the oil of the Holy Spirit will anoint us to stop the friction in our lives. 
<laughs> That's pretty slick, Randy. <laughs> it's kind of like Slick 50. But, but the gospel isn't Slick 50. <laughs> the gospel is good news, isn't it? <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. He said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod. Lincoln. She's real fine, my 409. My little, little scoop. You don't know what I got. You make beautiful things. You make beautiful things out of the dust. You make beautiful things. You make beautiful things out of Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. You make beautiful things. You make beautiful things out of... The most beautiful car ever. <laughs> Today we get to talk about my favorite auto bodies. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting subject. But we would also love to hear yours. The most beautiful car ever. Just think about this. A 1961 Rolls Royce Silver Shadow. If you can picture that in your mind, it's convertible. Doesn't it just scream elegance? And Grace, how is it that a car, a bunch of metal, <laughs> could do such a thing? Cars do it, though, don't they? How about a, can you picture this in your mind? A 1955 Nash Metro. The second you see that in your mind, do you think in 1950s drive-in culture and bobby socks? You know, it's all a picture of creativity. God created so much beauty, and as John Eldridge says, he was gloriously wasteful. I mean, just if you looked at the sunrise this morning, it was just, wow. So there's more there that we can ever take in. And inside each and every one of us is that same ability to create. Just like you just heard the Christian Car Guy Theater and all those creative actors who I can tell you because I got, I know what the script read and I got their lines and all the stuff they added. You wouldn't believe how much they created, which, by the way, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and see all the wonderful, amazing actors that God has given us in that. I know, team. Robbie. I just asked you some of the who all had involvement in there, and I'm just sort of at, at awe on, man, a lot of talent, I tell you. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, and if, <laughs> you know, it's, but anyway, I get to mix that, and I, I spent a few hours doing that last night, and I was just, God, man, Lord, how awesome is this? So, Think of the beauty of that, but then that same ability, it was inside John DeLorean, right? When he made the DeLorean, or Lee Iacocca, and the Mustang, and later Chrysler products. I thought you were going to say the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> he did make the caravan. Uh, yeah. and, and there was a lot to do with the Jeep Grand Cherokee that has to do with Lee Iacocca, because he understood beautiful things. He understood that there's a lot of beauty in there. 
And as I sit there and admire these nine car pictures that are at ChristianCarGuy.com, if you go look, I put together a montage of what I thought were, in my mind, you know, the, the nine most beautiful cars ever made, but you can pick your own. And uh, each one of them, when I, after I made the montage, I went back and thought about it, and I realized every one of those cars had a story in my life, right? Like... You'll see there's a 917 Porsche, which is this light blue with orange. It was a golf car. It was used in the movie The 24 Hours of Le Mans with Steve McQueen. Well, the reason why, to me, that car is absolutely gorgeous was not just the movie, but Aurora came out with a slot car set about that time, and they had these little 917 Porsches, and they had the little Ferrari, and they had the lights that actually came on so you could do this slot car at night. So my brother and I, we did a 24-hour Le Mans slot car race with all the neighbor kids, and we all were on teams. Of course, you might guess I was on the Porsche team. So when I see that car, you know, it brings back that whole world of, you know, how much fun was that and all that. It's amazing cars can bring that up in you, Jerry. Have you got a car like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, you look at cars and stuff, sort of like, you know, music and stuff, and a song comes in, it brings you back to that time. The same thing with cars. and. Talk about favorite cars. I'm going to tell you, I loved AMCs. And the 73 AMX is my favorite car of all times. I had one of those. And to this day, I'll see one of them. And, and, I, and it just makes my heart just Was just it a 401? Uh, no, it was 360. It was 360 yeah. Javelin then. No, no, it was the AMX. It was an AMX, but it was a 360. 360, yep. And you know, you could even get the AMX back then with the 304 in it. That's right. Yeah, so it, they had, you could still get all of the, the uh, options in the engines and things. And it was the Mad, Mad, well, they called it Max Blue. I called it Mad Max Blue. Oh, I can picture Oh, that. I'm going to tell you what, beautiful car. And it had that kind of mustache on the hood. Oh, yeah, that, that <laughs> the T-stripe on the front of the hood. Oh, and mine even had the black interior with hound's tooth design in the middle of it. Oh, <laughs> beautiful car. And you you may remember that my father was the AMC dealer in those years. Yeah. And uh, I, I can think of those cars. And, you know, it's a similar thing. They bring back something inside of you, and there's this, like, wow. Like, wow. And, and, and you can't help but wonder... What is it about us that we are so enamored with beauty? And, and there's a guy, I'm trying to think of his name, John Wheelman or something like that. He was quoted as saying there are only two things that pierce the human heart, and they are beauty and pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of truth there. <laughs> and so, you know, an emotional pain and those kind of things, but beauty can pierce your heart. Well, I think, based on an experience that I had with Jesus in prayer one time, in fact, I'm almost, I could say I'm certain that the reason that we are so attracted to beauty, you have this unbelievable hunger for it, thirst for it, whatever you want to call it, this desire for it, and I would not have known that had I had not had an experience at 4 o'clock in the morning one time. And, and at this point in my life, for some reason, I would get woke up irregularly around 4 o'clock with this desire to pray. And I'm going to tell you what happened in, in that prayer when we come back in this next section of We Make Beautiful Things. But in the meantime, if you've had such a beauty experience or you got a car, we got something to give away when we come back and you get ready to call in at 
888-727-8874. we got so much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart And when it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me So there's a great... I bet right now you might be racking your memory Where have I heard that song? (laughs) Well, if you ever rode the Carousel of Progress at Disney World Or if you happen to be at the 1964 I think five World's Fair in New York City, it was the Carousel of Progress. And and that's the interesting thing about it's a great big beautiful tomorrow. They would take you through these different <laughs> phases of kitchens and all this stuff. The and refrigerator. S- yeah, you remember the refrigerator? <laughs> and Uncle whatever his name was in the bathtub with the fan. You you it's all coming together now. The creativity of what America has done over the years, but they've certainly done that with cars. And there's this whole attraction to beauty that we're talking about. And I was going to get to this prayer, but also today, because, you know, we're, we have Jerry here from Ray's Body Shop, taking care of the body of your car and those kind of things is is critical to obviously how you enjoy what it is that God's given you, being a good steward of those kind of things. So we're going to help you out with some tips in a minute about those, but I did want to give you a chance to win one of these Red Roof Inn certificates. If you call in with a similar experience to what I'm going to describe right now, because I was telling you about this prayer. I was praying at four o'clock in the morning, and it has to do with beauty, piercing your heart. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I was praying like, okay, if you've woke me up at four o'clock, you must want me to pray. So I start praying about this lady at the nursing home I visit sometimes and I was praying about my wife and I just wasn't getting anywhere. And all of a sudden, I don't know how to explain it, but this presence was in me and within me, within the room. And it was obviously Jesus. And it totally terrified me. It gave me an understanding of the fear of the Lord. I knew it was Jesus. I knew he was there. I don't know how to explain it other than, Oh my word. I was like, hit the, hit the floor. I was just, what in the world? And Jesus said to me, Robbie, what do you want? And I was so terrified, I glibly said, oh, I just want to serve you, Lord. You know, something just flipped out like that. And, he, and, he, and he, he said, do you? And he said it in a way that was not condemning. And the very next moment, my life began to flash in front of my eyes. I know exactly what that means now because all these things started flashing in my mind that clearly he'd put for me to do. Like, you're supposed to call this person. You haven't talked to them in so long. You're supposed to go have lunch with this guy. You're supposed to make this connection you were supposed to send this thank you card now, all this stuff that i was supposed to do and there were it was flashing in front of my eyes almost so fast i was like oh i need to do that and so i got up and i got a pen and paper and i started writing this stuff down because it was coming so fast i was like this is all stuff i can do i don't have to go lead the world <laughs> Jeez, I, I can do this stuff this is stuff and i was so excited that i could repent on these things that the lord had asked me to do and the way to serve him and as I was laying in bed, I went back to bed and I started just repenting. God, man, Lord, I can do this stuff. This is stuff I can do. I'm so grateful that you give me an opportunity to, to make it right. And all of a sudden, I started to see this phenomenal glory is the only thing I can call it. 
but similar to what I think the, the disciples saw on the Mount of Transfiguration. Think about what they saw that day on the mountain, Peter, James, and John, Jesus coming in his glory. But there was this bright white, and there was this look of a face coming, and I, something welled up inside of me that I did not know was there. But I don't, I know I've never been more excited in my life. And I was like, I'm going to see his face. I'm going to see Jesus. This is it. I am going to see him. I even woke Tammy up. You know, Tammy, do you see what I'm seeing? Jesus is in the room and he's showing up right here, right now. I get to see him. And about the time Tammy started to grog out and go, what in the world? You know, <laughs> the, the that picture started to leave. But then I laid back down in this amazing idea flushed over my mind like a wave and it was remember the question I asked you Robbie what do you want now do you know you see what he was allowing me to understand was that desire for beauty this overwhelming hunger to see beauty is an overwhelming hunger to see Jesus I mean it and it so pierces your heart, you never, ever, ever are the same after it, and you'll never forget it, and it's like I, it's a taste of glory. And I know that, man, when that moment when, when we begin to get the idea that we get to see Jesus, however that looks, there is the most amazing thing that wells up in your heart. It's unbelievable. That is the story. I'm going to I'm going to be, in fact, I'm sure that there are several of you out there that have had a similar experience. I would love, love, love to hear that story. And so we're going to offer one of these VIP certificates. You have to be over 18 to win. It's good for one night stay at any Red Roof Inn in America. It's totally no gimmicks, you know, exactly when you want to stay, how you want to stay, whatever. And we have the certificate. All you got to do is call in at 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884, and we'll get you out your certificate. But more importantly, you'll have a chance to glorify God and a chance to share with others, you know, a taste of heaven, which we all get to see in our own way, right? Jerry? Yeah, and, you know, when you share that story, Robbie, you know, the encouragement is that's your story and, 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 it, and your relationship with Christ and an experience with Christ and that's something nobody can deny. And that's everybody who has a relationship with Jesus Christ has a story. And it is so important that you share that because that may be what encourages somebody else to grow a closer relationship with Christ. And so many times we miss those opportunities by just not saying anything and not letting Christ shine through. It's a sort of, you know, being a little kid and singing that song about uh, you know, let your light shine. And, you know, that's what we're, what we're to do. It, it sounds childish, but that's what God calls us to do. There you go. 866-348-7884. But there's a reason behind this. beauty. See, whoever, like, you know, Harvey Earl, who designed the Corvette, you know, he was gifted. He was creative. It's a beautiful thing. People still walk for at any car show. They'll walk all over to see a Corvette. Why is that? Because they're getting a picture of Jesus in, a, in its own little unique way. But Jerry, you had a chance all these years to help people restore. Part of what Ray's Body Shop did was restore Camaros and all sorts of other cars along those lines. And I'm curious, what what are some of the tips that you can share to people? They've got a car like that, man, you do not not want to do this. Yeah. You know, if you have a car, you know, an older car and needs restoring, you know, 
the worst thing that somebody can do to an automobile like that is prolonging doing that. I mean, you're better off, in my opinion, instead of thinking that I'll get to that and it's sitting out in the backyard covered up or in the garage or, or in the carport or whatever it may be, you know what, if you don't think you're going to ever get to it, sell it while somebody else can still do it and then look to, to buy one because the saddest thing for me sometimes is when I see somebody who has a car that has allowed it to just, just rot away to the point where it isn't feasible to restore. And there's those that I see I see often. And back in the earlier days, we used to, they used to be part of our, a big part of our business in which we do more collision work now. But people would bring in cars and we do rebuilds and restorations and stuff. And I used to see some, some pretty awesome automobiles brought back to life. Yeah, I just want to say, if if you're trying to call in, and there's several people, obviously, who are trying to get in, and that the lines are, I'm I'm so excited, I can't believe it. Please call back. Keep and, calling. And, yeah, keep calling. 866-348-7884. He'll get to you as soon as he can. He's trying to handle all these calls at once, but 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. We would love to hear those testimonies and i know because all of a sudden i looked up and there were like eight of them lit and so i'm hoping we can we can get them all in and that our producer be able to get on them he's a juggling <laughs> <laughs> he's juggling but yeah i i i can't tell you that the people that i were i'm aware of that let that car sit outside you know and they didn't risk because if the quicker you can get something on it to keep it from rusting and the floorboards go away and at some point in time if the if the frame you know gets rusted through then you know what it takes to restore it becomes way larger than anything that they've ever yeah, tried there before it comes a part where a time when a car basically becomes a, a donor to restore another car because you can go out and replace it cheaper than you can rebuild it sometimes so it's you know, you got to have somebody that, that understands the industry and understands cars to sometimes walk us through those things. Absolutely. Well, we've got George in Richmond, Virginia. He's got a story for us. We want to get to these as they're starting to pile up here. George, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Uh, good morning. How you doing? I am wonderful, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to hear your story. But I hear that music, which means... We can't quite get to it yet, but we will. Can you hang on for us through the break? Sure. Okay, great. We'll be back in in a couple minutes with George's story. We got Beth in Seattle, and there's about four lines lit. So apparently, y'all are calling back. Thank you so much. If you want to get yours in, 866-348-7884. All this pain, I wonder Today on the Christian Car Guy, what's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Maybe 
the most beautiful cars you've ever seen. But we got we left our hero George in Richmond. He was going to share his story of a beautiful thing. George, I'm so glad you hung on with us. If, what's Thank your you. What's your story? Well, um, I'm a Navy veteran. Um, when I was in the military, I guess I got used to drinking. And um, I ended up having cirrhosis of the liver when I got out of the military. And I was going through the wars and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, I didn't want nothing to do with God. I, I hated him. I hated the whole world. And uh, my sister used to tell me, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you great. Uh, your sister used to tell you? Yeah, he used to, she used to tell me, come to church. God is going to change your life. And I used to curse her out, and I used to tell her, this church is all alive. All these pastors, they have won my money. But then uh, God is going to wait for you to hit rock bottom, all right? And um, I hit rock bottom, and I said, Lord, there's so many religions. There's Buddhism, and there's this and that. If you're really true, the only way, I want to now open my eyes. And then uh, an angel appeared before me around 3 in the morning. He lit up the whole the whole basement, and uh, he had a cup of water, and he put it in my mouth, and I drank. And uh, if you go to um, chapter, oh, chapter 42 of Genesis, um, Joseph had a cup, it's called Cup of Divination, but, and I started having a lot of dreams. And God started, started showing me a lot of dreams so that I may begin to trust him, and I started seeing more angels, more angels, more angels, and he started showing me, people that were going to die, and they died, and, um, and uh, it's, a, it's, it's a testing all the time. It's a testing, and I've seen angels, I've seen the devil, I've seen demons, and um, God, the, I know there's a lot of people out there that are struggling, but they need to know they are not the only ones, and there's a reason. Moses grew up in Egypt, and he spent 40 years in the wilderness, and God needed to remove Egypt from him. Uh, he's thinking all that stuff from Egypt, the world. And then uh, he spent 40 days and 40 nights in the mountain, which uh, he he had to stand up there to, for him to fight off principalities and powers. And God is, God is calling. He's trying for us to spend time with him. Well, George, so busy with yes. when, when, and believe me, I couldn't agree with everything you said more, but at what point in your life did you meet Jesus? I met Jesus um, after taking a bunch of class. Oh, actually, I got saved when I was in the military. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior when I was in the Philippines. And I got baptized, but I wasn't really in it, and I continued with my drinking and all that stuff. And then uh, once in the church, I, uh, I started going to classes, Bible classes, and all a bunch of stuff. And uh, through the classes, the Word of God is just that it's alive and powerful. And the word of God opened my heart. And um, I had a dream that I was walking with, uh, I saw on my, le- on my left side a wall that had come down. That was my foundation. Then uh, uh, the, walk- the Holy Spirit was walking with me next to me. And then he made a left turn. And I saw him get on the floor and start worshiping. And I saw, I went, I looked to my left and I saw Jesus. I saw his sandals, his feet. His body, wow. and then when I looked at his face, I couldn't look at him. It was too bright. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Too, well, too I got a bunch of other ones that want to tell us their stories. So, George, thank you for sharing. That's amazing 
What a what a story of redemption. God bless you. Thank you so much for yes. calling in and sharing. We have Beth is next up. She is in Seattle, Washington. Beth, thank you for holding on. Tell us your story. Hi. Hi. What have you well, got? Well, my story is just about about hearing hearing God's voice. I've never had that experience, um, you know, since my when I was converted, I was twelve. But um, when the Bible talks about um, hearing God's voice, uh, I've never really knew uh, what what was that look like, what does that feel like. But um, one day, uh, I had. Um, a conversation with a missionary that was when I was um, wasn't married yet, and um, I had been praying about my future husband and all that stuff. And um, when I was 15, and so when I was I was 20, um, I had a conversation with this missionary. And after after he left the room, um, I heard this voice and says, "One of these guys are going to be is going to be your husband." And I laughed because. I've never thought in my wildest dream that, that, you know, that was God's voice. But then um, two months, three, four, a year later, um, that um, what I heard was right on. It was God. It, it was God's voice. And since then, I knew in my heart when I hear that in my spirit. Yeah. That, that, you know, that, <laughs> so wh- who was your, your husband was sitting there? Uh, no, it wasn't. I hadn't met the guy. Oh, I, I hadn't met the guy. But when that missionary said something about this this uh, missionary that was coming out, I'm from the Philippines too, and so this was really wild because I'd never had, never thought that that would really happen. And how do you really know the voice of God? But people says you know you have to read the Word of God. That's how you you hear God's voice. I said yes, that that is. But but I knew deep inside me. I long to hear his voice with himself telling me stuff. And so that was the first time I've ever experienced it. And it was wonderful. And it did. I did met the guy that was my husband. We got married. And, uh, you know, since then, when I pray and I hear his voice deep inside me, I have a confidence that, yes, it was from God. And, and you're exactly right. In John 10, it's clear that the sheep hear his voice. And once you know that that's the one, then you you don't have to wonder, is that it? No, you know it, and it's so cool. And what a testimony it is, Beth. And and I'm sure your husband (laughs) shares in your joy of doing that. God bless you. I appreciate you calling so much. I'm going to try to get another one. Susan is in Richmond, Virginia. Susan, can you go real quick for us? Sure. Uh, I just give God praise, glory, and honor, because even when we, I was younger and I was thinking about suicide, God spared my life, and today I am a grandmother. Wow. Uh, and that's a testimony of that one person in a child's life can make a difference. My mom was saved, and she was the main one. And I just give God glory because I've got, you know, four beautiful daughters. My husband and I, we've been married 37 years, uh-huh. and we've got eight grandchildren, and God is just awesome. He can do anything. He really, he really from a life can. Of molestation and so forth. <laughs> he bought us out. That is awesome, Susan. God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I too am a, 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 a survivor of a suicide attempt. We have Sarah Linda is in Port Washington. Can you go real fast for us? Yeah, this is the Port Orchard. Yes, I I just so 
uh, I've been, I'm going to be, I am writing on, on the, the life of my husband and myself. And he had seen Jesus when he was 17. Oh, this wow. We only have 17. about 10 seconds. Can you go that okay. quick? Well, I, I wanted, uh, uh, if I get that uh, experience that you had, because others have uh, not believed that my husband saw the Lord, and his life has proved it. He's now 94. Oh, not, how been cool is that? 70 years, but uh, we've all had a close walk with the Lord and many experiences. That's so amazing. I but hate to run on you, but, but I got, that is awesome. Before That's, he was 17. That is so awesome. And you can have an experience like that, too. And it, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, it's hanging in there, reading the Word, getting used to that voice, Jerry, and it, and it can happen for all of us. Absolutely. When God speaks to you, you know it. All right. Remember. Hey, in closing, real quick, Robbie, anybody interested in helping with Jesus' labor of love, go to the website.